We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Home and home. Is St. Louis more an XFL town than an NHL town? Let's talk about it with Tom Ackerman, sports director. KMOX in St. Louis. Tom, great to have you on the program. It's Dave Briggs and it's Ross Tucker. I had to look at these numbers about 17 times because I don't believe it. The XFL almost doubled the television rating of the defending Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues. How is that even possible? The curiosity. Here you go. Here you go. Right here. You see that? That's that. That's <laughs> there it is. Uh, the uh, the curiosity of the XFL mixed in with the fact that this is the only market in the XFL that does not have an NFL team. In fact, St. Louis is the largest market in America without an NFL team. It's also, I think, um, you know, the fact that the Rams moved out recently and people are still upset about that. Uh, but I think mostly this is a great sports town. This has nothing to do with the St. Louis Blues. They are Stanley Cup champions. They are drawing huge crowds. The place is packed every night. Uh, this is the fact that it's on big networks. It's football, and people are excited to see it. And I think that's a, a huge part of what's going on here. The St. Louis Battlehawks are going to play their first game at the Dome at America Center. Their home opener is this Sunday. They have sold, guys, 27,000-plus tickets for this game. That's the entire lower bowl. It's sold out. All they have left are suites. They are not going to open the upper level. And in fact, they have no plans to open the upper level for any regular season game. The reason for that is the cost of staffing and, and other issues. So the dome, which holds about 60 plus thousand, will be half full. But on TV, when you see the lower bowl rowdy and loud, it's going to be an incredible environment. People are excited about it. That is awesome, Tom. I'm excited about it. Um, I, I guess you you touched on a bunch of different things there. I'll start with the excitement around the XFL team. Is it about the XFL or is it about sort of sticking it to the NFL and showing that they can support a team? That's definitely the latter. But the XFL is a league that I think people are very curious about and want to learn more about. When the novelty wears off, then you deal with how do you draw those crowds and sell those tickets and sell that gear. But for now, who cares? I mean, you're selling tickets like crazy. You're selling gear. I just showed you one T-shirt that's coming from another company here in St. Louis that's just cranking out shirts. Uh, people are excited about having a team again. And yes, this is to show everybody associated with the other professional football league that St. Louis is a football town, is a sports town, and is excited. It just so happens that they're playing this game in the home of where the Rams used to play. That adds to it as well. And yes, the wounds are still fresh from Stan Kroenke ripping this team unfairly out of the city of St. Louis. These are fans who stuck by this team, even when this team was not doing well. They were drawing 50, 55,000 a game. And when the team was, I mean, they were absolute rock stars. They went to two Super Bowls in three years, nearly went to another one a few years after that. 
So this is a, a city that's very proud of its teams. The Cardinals are the king, of course, and have been for a long time. But the Blues winning the Stanley Cup was a massive celebration. And St. Louis is just continuing momentum. We're kind of in a sports renaissance right now. Just added an MLS team. There's just a lot of excitement overall about sports. But, yes, I, I think that that was part of the Kroenke departure is that he really scorched yeah. the earth behind him and said, St. Louis can't support sports. Well, we'll see about that. I can tell you, even where Stan Kroenke has professional sports teams, he's not all that loved. I'm in Denver, where the Avalanche and the Nuggets, two of the best teams in their respective sports, are not on television. And here we are in mid-February. So Kroenke uh, is an interesting sports figure. Tom with Tom Ackerman, sports director, KMOX in St. Louis, where the XFL rated a 7 over the weekend up against the defending Stanley Cup champion Blues, a 3.1 nearly doubled. Now back to the Rams leaving town in 2015. Is there lingering hope that the NFL could someday return to St. Louis? I think that there's always that thought that if a team entertained coming here or if the league was interested, but I think right now, to be honest with you, St. Louis in general just has had enough with the NFL and the thought of the league at the moment. Now, this is a big NFL city. Don't get me wrong. There are fans of teams all over the place. The Chiefs have a huge fan base here. When they just won the Super Bowl, people in St. Louis were very excited about that. The Cowboys have a big fan base here. The Bears, as we're right on the border of Illinois. Illinois is part of the St. Louis metro area. The Bears have a big fan base here. Packers, Broncos, Steelers. Again, biggest city without a team. So obviously the NFL is a big part of what goes on here. But I think, you know, there was so much put into an effort to build a new stadium. And I think St. Louis still feels like it was sort of dragged along by the NFL, played as a pawn for this grand scheme to build a giant stadium in Los Angeles and to reap uh, television revenue in the, the country's second biggest market. So I think all St. Louis can do right now is just be the best city it can be. And if a team at some point were interested in coming, you know, the, the, any time now it's sort of a running joke. Like when the Chargers were struggling to gain traction and you had a lot of opposing fans in their stadium and that might still continue, people in St. Louis immediately are like, Chargers, come home. St. Louis Chargers, you know, and people just sort of have, having fun with it. St. Louis has a lot of pride. And we'll see how it all turns out. Right now, there's no effort whatsoever to go find an NFL team. But sure, I mean, people around here would listen. I'm curious, are, is anybody still a Rams fan or are they fans of rooting against whoever the Rams play? Let me tell you this. This city was a huge Patriots town a year ago. And that would never happen. I mean, we are... We've been, been slapped around by Boston teams, except for the Stanley Cup, beating the Bruins. But this city has been knocked around by the Red Sox, the Patriots. Tom Brady's first Super Bowl win was against the Rams when they were in St. Louis. But last year, this city was rooting for the Patriots. There was a lot of hate-watching, shall we say. Actually, the Rams' ratings were very big their first year in L.A. and their second year because of that, quote-unquote, hate-watching. People were watching to see them lose. I think that you'd be hard-pressed to find a Rams fan around here. They do still somewhat pay attention to that team. But again, I think the fans here are more spread out around other teams around the NFL. So can you just refresh my memory, Tom? St. Louis was going to build a stadium. 
Kroenke said he didn't want to leave, and it was all just a joke that they left anyway. But St. Louis, unlike San Diego or Oakland, St. Louis said, we're going to build a stadium. St. Louis actually had a plan for a stadium on the riverfront. They had the governor of Missouri. They had St. Louis government talking about it and trying to push things forward. They had fans trying. They had town halls. The NFL was holding town halls here trying to to talk to fans about what was happening. And, and they were almost encouraging the St. Louis effort. Meanwhile, Stan Kroenke wasn't commenting on it, and he was continuing uh, to do his thing behind the scenes in L.A., it was all for naught. The, the whole the plan all along for Kroenke was to take the team out of town and to build something in Los Angeles. The reason that he did that is there was a clause in the contract that the dome had to be among the top percentage of stadiums uh, according to its lease. And that was just impossible. I mean, there were new stadiums popping up all around since the dome was completed in 1995. So there was no chance of that. The dome did not have uh, enough uh, renovations done. It wasn't up to par in terms of uh, its lease. So he had an out, and it didn't matter. Whatever happened here in St. Louis, the, all the efforts to try to build a stadium on the riverfront, uh, that was it was gone. So now St. Louis and the Rams season ticket holders sued the Rams and the NFL. And actually have won. I mean, the PSL holders have had to have their uh, had their money refunded to them for the percentage that they still uh, held. They've been receiving checks in the mail. And then on top of that, there's still a lawsuit going on, St. Louis against the NFL. In fact, it got to the point where there were uh, some discussions about handing over the phone records of the owners of the NFL. I mean, I don't know that they want to they want to go there. Uh, during that time, so it's still ongoing, and there's still a lot of uh, a lot of blowback. It has calmed down somewhat because, again, we've had a lot of great things going here. But at the time, it was very hurtful. I mean, it was a, a fan base that didn't understand why they can't have a better owner. I mean, you know, and uh, he he's doing what what he set out to do, which was to make revenue, period. And in doing so, he took a team away from a, a, a group of fans and a city that did support it. Tom, last one, and you might be the wrong person to ask on this, but I don't understand why isn't the XFL in more non-NFL cities? Like, it just, everything you've said seems to make sense. I'm, I'm like shocked that they're not in Portland and San Antonio and I don't know, Omaha or whatever. Yeah, it's a great question. The reason is they wanted to be in front of as many eyeballs as possible and as many football fans as possible. So they put themselves in football-hungry markets. New York, Houston, Dallas, Seattle, Tampa, D.C., Los Angeles, we can argue whether it's a football market or not, but it's Los Angeles. It's huge. And then St. Louis is the smallest of the markets along with Tampa. Uh, what they've done is they put themselves in front of football fans. They don't compete with the NFL. They want to be an extension of the football season. It's kind of a time to fill the gap between the end of the Super Bowl and the start of the NFL draft. So they want football fans to just enjoy and have fun. It's a little different because it's a, a, just a step faster. They're trying to cut down on any downtime uh, between plays, et cetera. 
They also give you a little access on TV. It's a, it's a nice TV sport from that standpoint. And it's just a chance to enjoy the game of football for a little while. That's really their slogan is for the love of football. So that I totally get. I'd like to see where it goes from here. But I, I, I question that also at first in my mind. Now I understand. They want to be in big markets. They wanted to make an early splash. They're on big TV networks. TV executives want to see those ratings. And the first weekend they had, 22.5 million people sampled the XFL. That's pretty good. Like to see the XFL stay out of big stadiums like your dome and like MetLife Stadium, but sometimes you just can't pull that off. Uh, last question for you, Tom Ackerman, Sports Director, KMOX. Uh, shifting to baseball real quick, you are ultimately a baseball town. I'm fairly certain still a Cardinals town. What's the sentiment around the Cardinals, and at least from your listeners as well, should Rob Manford be fired? Well, I, I think that Rob Manfred has done a very poor job of handling this. I think there are a lot of sentiments here. Now, the Cardinals themselves don't feel cheated by any of this uh, from a competitive standpoint with the Astros, because rarely would they meet. But still, this is something where the Astros, this is not about the 2017 World Series and the World Series trophy. This is about baseball in general. This is about they've cheated so many people out of so much money and career opportunities and it's been going on for so long and the commissioner has not handled this well whatever by not uh, how, uh, whatsoever by not handing out the proper punishments so you know i don't know i i think that the, there are fans here there are listeners here that are putting some heat on rob manfred should he lose his job is certainly debatable i think one thing you could consider here and this would be drastic would be to uh, punish the Astros and not allow them into the postseason for 2020. That's something where they might be able to save some face there. But right now it's a bad situation. I mean, the Astros who are located yeah. just south of where the Cardinals are in spring training uh, are setting themselves up for a very rough year. They're going to get booed. They're going to get thrown at. Players are upset and rightfully so. Tom Ackerman, Sports Director, KMOX in St. Louis. Great to have you on the program. Appreciate the insight. Anytime, guys. Thank you. Hey, everybody. It's Ross Tucker. Thanks for listening to the Home and Home Podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time exclusively on the Radio.com app or on the web at Radio.com slash home. Home and Home. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.